This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This is the U105 phone-in. Now, Claire Sugden is an independent MLA. She's a former justice minister and she's on the line. Claire Sugden, good morning. Uh, good morning, Frank. The very fact that the MPs are back in Parliament may be of mm. benefit to two groups of people in Northern Ireland. Uh, just r- remind us of the circumstances and why you see uh, those particularly who may be uh, following every move of the domestic abuse bill, uh, why you see uh, them as being in a better position than they were in? You know, certainly um, when uh, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced prorogation, what happens is that all current uh, law going through the passage of Westminster would fall. Um, So the Supreme Court judgment this week um, essentially ruled prorogation void. So all legislation actually goes back to the point before before it fell. So we're almost back on track again with the domestic abuse bill and this is something that myself and campaigners right across Northern Ireland and the United Kingdom have been fighting for. Where it's particularly interesting for Northern Ireland is that when I was Minister of Justice I had announced my intention to bring forward a course of control offence in Northern Ireland. Unfortunately because of the collapse of the, the Northern Ireland Executive we weren't able to take that forward and we're still sitting in this awful uh, stagnation where we can't do anything. But what we did was lobby the British government and uh, convince them to include the course of control element in Northern Ireland as part of their overall domestic abuse bill. So this will have an impact you know, on people of uh, Northern Ireland and it, it's getting its second reading, I think, on Tuesday. So hopefully the, the Parliament will stay up long enough before it falls again and we can actually get this into law. Coercive control, that legislation, is it everywhere across the UK except Northern Ireland or just in England? Everywhere across the UK um, except Northern Ireland and indeed they, they're, they're looking at it in the south as well. Um, and it's frustrating for me because, well, gosh, I was Minister nearly three uh, years ago now and at that time we were almost ahead of the curve and now we're very much behind it. And you know, the impact is, is genuinely about people's lives. And, you know, course of control very much for me and an awful lot of people who would campaign for this is the beginnings of domestic abuse and violence. And if we can remove that element of it, if we can convince people to change their behaviour around it so that we have less victims and less perpetrators, then maybe we won't have people losing their lives because of domestic abuse. And are there many, is there is there evidence of many people in Northern Ireland coercively controlling a partner? 
It's difficult to uh, to categorise because we've never had this offence before, but um, there is evidence of over 30,000 reports of domestic abuse across Northern Ireland, and that's PSNI figures. You know, so it, it's a really prevalent type of um, uh, behaviour that seems to happen here. And, you know, I, I think it's scandalous up until this point that we really haven't tried to address it, but I, I think now that the domestic abuse bill, if it finally makes it onto the statute book, will we'll go some way into trying to address domestic abuse. It won't be easy. I fully acknowledge that trying to uh, interpret what coercive control means, trying to make people understand if their behaviour is even uh, coercive, will, will be really difficult. So ultimately we do need a Northern Ireland executive to lead a really wide-ranging uh, uh, awareness campaign so that people actually can recognise this behaviour and if it's happening to them. And what about the other group of people who seem to have the window open, then closed, open again, closed, shut in their face, open, you know, it's just, their heads must be frustrated. Uh, Those who are linked to the campaign for the victims of historical and institutional abuse, do, do do they have another window of opportunity now? I hope so. Um, you know, there's something on the order paper uh, at Westminster on Monday which will have a debate around the historical institutional abuse. So I'm, I'm hoping that paves the way for le- the, the legislation that's required for them to get the redress that they need is long, long overdue. And indeed, the Secretary of State, uh, Julian Smith, last night again reiterated his commitment to try and get that into law as soon as possible. So, you know, he, he needs to be held to that. But again, you know, as everyone knows, politics is so fluid. You know, something could happen tomorrow that the parliament falls again and then this all legislation goes to the wayside. But, you know, if if there's any kind of uh, silver lining to this awful political week, it is that we're getting a chance to get laws passed that matter to the people. People are so lethargic around Brexit and it it is absolutely an important issue. But the things that people care about on a day-to-day are being sidetracked until we get past this huge hump, yeah, admittedly. Um, and I, I think that's what's frustrating people. That, that's where the anger's coming from. You know, what, what about us? And, and the right to say it. As a, an independent MLA from a unionist background, looking across at Parliament, well, what have you made mm. of the recent developments? Um, I see an awful lot of ego at play. Um, I, I see an awful lot of uh, political representatives who are, I suppose, advocating on behalf of themselves rather than on behalf of the people. You know, what really concerns me, I suppose, about this entire Brexit debate is that the, the United Kingdom um, is deeply, deeply divided on this. And there doesn't seem to be any consideration for those who share a different opinion. And I think if we're going to move forward, there needs to be a real uh, will to try and unite the country, regardless if you agreed with them on, on the Brexit position or not. Um, because if we don't, then, you know, I, I worry about the, the how, how divisive things have gotten. I worry about how angry people are. And um, I, I think... I think any leader, any political leader, and, and that includes backbench MLAs, have to be very careful around the words. They have to be mindful that they represent people who don't agree with them as much as people who do. And I think to take the country forward, we need just to get back to a place where we put the people at the heart of it. Okay, uh, Claire Sugden, uh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Claire Sugden, the former uh, Justice Minister. So there may be two windows of opportunity for people who've been campaigning on specific issues here uh, in Northern Ireland. If you're just switching on, good morning. If you're just waking up, you've missed the worst of the rain, but it's a changeable old day. We'll, of course, keep you well briefed on weather and everything else here on U105.